What's up, snitches? Welcome back to another episode of We Want Gossip with Meredith and Steph. We've got quite the little lineup for you today. Meredith, kick it off. What we got? So for Gossip of the Week, we're going to quickly touch on So You Think You Can Dance, which is typically outside of our scope, but we have a funny story with it. We do, and it's came full circle. It has came full circle. Okay, the next thing we're going to talk about is the infamous Liam Payne interview that just went viral with Logan Paul, and then we're going to finish it off with the MTV Awards. Let's get into it. So I recently, as of yesterday, came head to head with my first true sociopath. I mean, believe me, we've seen a dime a dozen, Mm. but like this guy was next level on the Mm. way home. And I'm witnessing it. She calls me on her way home. We're both leaving work. And I'm like, we can't spend two seconds without, I'm not kidding. We're both, we're both in the same parking lot and it's, Call from here. What up? What, what's the update? <laughs> Within thirty seconds of us literally just sitting in our car seats, yeah. like. But I had one. Yeah, I needed and- to know a little piece of drama. And so basically I'm leaving the office and they, this is the biggest pet peeve that Steph and I have about Colorado is the driving guys. It's bad. Like, I think it just must be like the mosh pit of everybody. Like people from California, people from out East, you know, and then I mean, it's the worst drivers ever. And one thing that they always try to do is like pass one person as if I'm not sitting in five o'clock traffic mm-hmm. going the same speed. It It is every man for themselves on the road where if you're merging onto a highway, Forget like, a, it. like a normal Lord. person, oh, it doesn't, there could be lanes all to the left of them that are wide open. Nobody will ever move over for you if you're merging. It could be the craziest thing. You're not, it is every man for themselves. Is that just like sweet home no, Midwest where I, people will get over? It's like, it, it, it'll It'll come to the point to where legitimately are you are just now the parked on the side of the road waiting for something to give. The amount of times I've literally seen people get ran yeah. off the road no. because no one will let them and over. Then I we came home from Michigan for like Christmas or something, and I go, let's just pay attention mm-hmm. when we're on the road. On like if everybody naturally just, just gets over as people are merging onto the highway, me and Adam literally witness. I mean, first time right on the road heading down the highway there is not a soul in sight it's us and one other car in front of us they see miles ahead that somebody's randomly on the onboard they They're will like, never meet they will never meet and ever they got over yes. I go, it is literally just us and them we have miles ahead we'll never come in contact with that car everybody gets over oh and oh the- colorado you bet your bottom dollar that's no, not happening bet so your bottom dollar i mean it's a different breed it is really <laughs> a different breed like when my family comes out they're like whoa whoa whoa, whoa, whoa. i'm like nope it's no, good that's yeah. just how people drive out here oh, like, like the seven Slamming on the brakes. Get ready to pump the brakes because we're coming to a standstill halt. Full stop. In 0.2 seconds, everybody's screeching their brakes, dipping out left and right. That is one thing that I've never seen truly until I came out here is like, because it's so, like people would, like she said, people will be going 75 and then everyone's slamming on their brakes and because everyone's slamming on their brakes and they know that this is a a very common occurrence, they Mm -hmm. dip off. So if they get hit from the end, they're not crunched. So it's like people are dipping off left and right, left and right. So it's like every time there's traffic like that, that's the way the roads are going. It has been slowly, like Uh, I always took pride in like, I love to drive and I do. I want, if we have our friends, I want to drive. Like, cause I'm also like a tweak when other people are driving. Like it's like, even if it's a like dirt bike, ATV, like I'd rather just be behind the wheel. Otherwise I'm like, my anxiety's like here. And I would rather be in the passenger. That's why we're best friends. And and that's why it works. And that's why it works because I am behind the wheel and she is passenger and she's sound asleep. I'm a little baby wrecked to bed. (laughs) Call me as first lieutenant. That's it. But I have been out here slowly, like more and more driving anxiety. If I know where I'm going, I still don't have anxiety of like, 
how do I get over to that lane? Like everybody's just on another level. Literally. But anyways, full circle. Yesterday she had her first one of one of your one many. of many, but this one this was one. like prevalent because yeah. one of the things we were just talking about is like when there's standstill traffic, how people try to just get one around you as if I'm not literally forced to be. There going is to a full line. There's nowhere to go around. You think that are you not seeing all of the cars exactly. in front of us at a standstill? Why are you passing? There's nothing to pass. And like once I get on the road to where I have to take the exit to get on the highway, I just stay in one lane. I don't need to change lanes. None of that funny business one lane and then i'm onto the ramp mm-hmm. and this guy i'm telling steph as i'm on facetime i go this guy behind me is like riding my ass i mean like right up next against yeah. me and it's like whatever and then he like tries to pass me but oh guess what there's traffic Who so it's like thought? no one can get around me whoa because they yeah. are also in traffic so he tries to pass me can't and i'm on face or i'm on the, the phone, phone was stuck. But with her AirPods in. Yeah, so I just like have my phone like down here. I'm not trying, talking up yeah, here. I we're just, not even on FaceTime. We're on actual call, actual which is call. rare for us. We're yeah. not only FaceTime, but it's like, like I literally have my AirPods in and we're over the phone. Like I'm not even looking at my screen. It's exactly. Over it's just like in my hand. And I watch him. As I'm saying, he just tried to pass me, but couldn't. I'm telling Steph like a play-by-play. I look in my rear view mirror and this dude is mocking me on his phone or like gr- doing this with his phone and he's like what? like what? aggressively like a huge Mock- man you're like oh my god i think he's mocking me i'm like what the-? And i'm ready to we're ready to swim oh because well, at I'm this like, point I'm, I'm ready to roll down my window and flip off this and you're dude. like his head is outside of the window oh. you're like what is this maniac he doing? was fully full head while it's traffic out the window trying to see who's behind him and who's ahead of me i'm like oh, dude i'm not going slow and also it's like you can see there's the ebb and the flow of the traffic like come mm-hmm. on so as i'm about to roll down my window to flip this dude off I see him literally reach and take a huge chug of a tall Brewski. boy. Tall huge boy beer. in the cup holder. And it's like he's already acting like a maniac. He's already acting like a maniac. And, and then he's, he's drinking. drinking the beer. And then he's and swerving. So then I go, oh, shoot. This guy, like, must be, like, drunk or something. Like, I don't know if I want to mess with a maniac when yeah. just because some road rage. Right. So because he's drunk, it's like, mister, I need to go so fast to get around you is now... 50 feet behind me or 50 yards behind me holding up all the traffic behind him but then he speeds back up and it's like now we're merging onto the highway Steph said it nobody gets over so it takes everybody yeah. a little bit of time nobody so there's like it. three cars ahead of me that need to merge before I even merge and this dude behind me cuts over almost t-bones this guy then he whips his car back the other I mean it was shocked like rocking yeah, side no. to side where I go I need to get away from and this especially dude. even that highway in general where it's like the amount of accidents there and it is just it, it's absolute mayhem it's not one of those things too where you're merging and it's like somebody will make room it's like no if you don't see a clear huge space for you you're gonna end up hitting somebody because nobody's backing down when I say like that is it's like truly, playing chicken literally it is like playing chicken where it's they're like, not getting over I'm making room because you better let me yeah. over like I have truly never encountered this and, it's and like, this dude said let's just whip the wheel to the left and the right in the middle of the highway got my brewski mocking people because before we were both like uh you need to put your middle finger out the window and be like sir back exactly. off exactly then we saw the brewski and the swerving and we go I think we need to fly under the radar we we're like you need to get as far away from him yeah. in your car as you can so then we were talking about calling the cops because i'm like okay if he's like drinking and being like a menace to society it's like our friend just got into a car accident yeah we don't need any more of that business and then right as i'm about to grab his license plate he gets off on the exit so i go sayonara and it was he got off on the next exit after merging onto the highway i mean obviously people live there i'm sure maybe he's going there but it's also like 
he was trying to get over to the left super yeah. far where I'm like, did you just get like pigeonholed into going right. off the exit because you're being a maniac? Well, also, there's plenty of people that are witnessing that that are without even seeing the brewski and the cup holder that are yeah. probably willing to call the cops on the way that he's even acting. Literally being a psycho. Um, and I've also learned from driving out here because one time I was on my way home from work and didn't realize that we were about to be in standstill traffic where I'd be stuck with this man yes. right behind me. Um, I flipped him off because he deserved it. Well deserved. But not knowing that for the next 20, 30 minutes, we're going to be literally bumper to bumper. And he was in my, he was in my backseat. Yeah. He followed me all the way home to where I was like, I can't pull into my, like my driveway. Like, I literally cannot pull in. And then he did, I was going to pull into the police station across the road. Cause yeah. I'm like, I don't know what to do with this man. He's been in my backseat. Cause I flipped him off one time. He deserved it. But it's been like 45 minutes, bro. Like. You'd think you'd die down. Yeah. I was bummed up, but I was going so fast to get away from him. And then he ended up peeling off and leaving. But after that one moment when I first moved out here, I go, the okay, I gotta <laughs> reel back the road rage in Colorado. Let's just And I feel like it's like that specific person, like the Belcher yes. in the airport. Oh. Or the which if you guys haven't understood the Belcher story, mm-hmm. it's coming out soon on our vlog. Yes. Basically, we had this guy behind us that was causing a huge scene on the airplane, like screaming at yeah. people, being like, F you, control your yeah. F them. I mean, as it was if a he whole was an angel deal. and wasn't literally belching in my ear from behind me the entire flight, full grown man. But that's why we what? call him the Belcher. Yeah. But he it's like Belcher. that was one of those situations where it was like we both wanted to say something this to close. defend these girls, but I'm like looking at his. It's also 2 a.m. And we're in a different city and we're like, let's just literally pretend like, let's just move forward. Yeah. It's one of those times where it's like, we want to say something because that's our natural instinct to be like, can you chill out? Why are you screaming at these girls? Yeah. But at the same time, I'm like, this dude pegs me as a true psychopath. Mm -hmm. Just like the guy behind me yesterday where it's like, do I want to flip off this dude that's like driving insane? No. And drinking while driving? No. You know, it's like, I'm not trying to push it that far go that way. So let's get into our lineup for Gossip of the Week. We are kicking it off with So You Think You Can Dance. What's his name again? Matthew Matthew Morrison. Morrison. It's so funny. This has come full circle for us. I mean, it's kind of crazy. Right before, it was one of those we called a Queen 4 situation where yes. it's one of those things that are like, you you talk about and then it happens or like too many random scenarios that like right. there's no way that's a coincidence that happened over and over and we call it queen four we have yes we have a different too many stories with we've covered four. it on a different episode yeah we though. do i think it's like um, a couple episodes yeah back. but one of those like random things like so weird or, or like when you're watching tv and you say something and then right after immediately the commercial says the exact same words yes and you're like weird coincidence especially when it's like weird yes. words or just like any type of yeah. oh should we tell them the story about Which the one? tweezers Okay, here's a <laughs> Meredith Claire. <laughs> Meredith Claire. Perfect, perfect Queen Force scenario. Thank you, my dear. Take it away. Okay, so <laughs> Steph and I were recently in Indianapolis. That's when we encountered the Belcher on the yes. plane. So we get to the hotel. I grab out my tweezers. I set them on the counter with nothing else. Like where I can picture. She used them as well. I used them as well. I'm like, well. are you thinking you just had them? I'm like, she's like, I physically used, used them. And them. I never touched them. Never saw them, never no. touched them. But it was a part of conversation the whole trip. <laughs> yes. So the very next day, I realized they just need to like tweeze a little bit up mm-hmm. here. So I go, I know exactly where they're at. I saw them literally the night before. So I go exactly to grab them. They're not there. And this just happened to us in Houston with a little makeup compact. Like something we just throw in our purse. Like it's got like a mirror and a little bit of powder. It's with us all the time. Where the... We are only so many places and we know when we use them. Nowhere to be And found. also like we are very organized in our hotel Ye- stays. It's like we know we, we're... We, we have barely our travel unpacked. bags. Everything is travel size. Like we have got it down to a, a science. science. So when things are going missing like this, we're like that doesn't add up. There's right. It's like a glitch in so the simulation. <laughs> the compact was never found. Yeah, we never literally found. never left. It was 
only we uh, in the hotel room. It. I didn't have one yet. No. Like, we're like, we both know when we use it. And it's like, where would it be? Scouring through my stuff, scouring through stuff. And it's like, it's a $5 compact. It's not the, the compact, but it's yeah. more the principle it's of like, where of is like, it? Where is it? So that happens. We never yeah. find it, whatever. So now it's Indianapolis. I use them on, what was it? Wednesday, use them Wednesday. Thursday, the day of the event, I want to tweeze. I'm like, oh, where are the tweezers? Can't find them. So I'm like, they must be in something because I just used them. So I'm looking through my bag. All Steph's of the looking through her bag. I mean, we are on hands and knees yes. looking underneath the And so the then sinks. I'm grilling her. I'm like, are you sure you brought it? She, you're like, I just used use it. And I said it right here. And I'm like, there's only so many places in this When I say bathroom. guys, I can picture it in my mind of it sitting yeah. on the counter with nothing around it. What? So. It gets weirder. It's like. Just like the compact where it's like, I guess I don't have tweezers I guess it's point. missing. Well, I guess we never brought it. It's like, missing. Forget it. Whatever. So I go home. I put tweezers on my list. I go to the grocery store. I get tweezers, new ones. I come back and I'm cleaning through like one of my drawers in my house. And I'm like just trying to like clean that up. Mm-hmm. I reach in the back. What do I find? The tweezers. I have one pair of tweezers. They're Revlon tweezers from like 10 years ago. In the very back of the drawer. And of your apartment. Of my apartment. That we were just gone for three days. You come home, randomly have to clean out that drawer. In the very back is the exact tweezers that you used. In Indianapolis. In Indianapolis. And what's the funniest part is when I I was unpacking my stuff, because I always put my makeup and all my stuff in the same bag, I was actively thinking, like, maybe it got hooked to something. Maybe the magnet stuck to something, you know? Or, like, maybe it got put in a weird pocket. So as I'm unpacking things, I'm looking for the tweezers just to find them the next day in the very back after I've already purchased new ones. I, That's where I go true glitch in the system. Like something's I mean, got to get. There are the there are the random situations <laughs> yeah. that happen, the weird stuff. But I go, I saw them, I used them. It doesn't. It, it, it happens. It's the fact that you use them. But I don't know to this day how it got there. And also, it's like I use my tweezers all the time. So it's like either way, they wouldn't be in the back. Like it, it just makes no sense. Door. It literally makes no sense. The whole thing. And we still haven't found the compact. We still have not found the compact. At least the tweezers have shown up. There's no answer to that. But no. I'm like, at least we have some closure. For real. Some sort. But like, yeah, not sure. And it's like vividly where we're both like, that. it's too far. It's too it's far. It's so weird. It's a sick joke somebody's playing on yes. us. <laughs> so this kind of ropes it because while we were in Indianapolis yes. with the tweezer situation. Nice transition. <laughs> yeah. Thank you, My queen. Thank you so much. <laughs> While we were in Indianapolis, the best thing happened to us because we fly all over. And it's like, I think we've talked about in other episodes about like the limited selections with the TV. It's like, it's cable. Like when we went to Chicago, it was like all in Russian. We're yes. like, sick. Okay, yeah. cool. So this one was allowing us to Thank cast. Jesus. Oh, so we, we were able to watch the Kardashians. We ordered Starbucks. Starbucks. We laid down in that bed. We showered. We were like nice and clean. Had our Starbucks, our suit, our little yes. egg bites. Oh. And we were like, let's cast the newest episode of the Kardashians. I mean, we both look at each other like, like I'm getting Christmas morning. <laughs> it was Christmas morning. We're like, oh, it's a little thing. <laughs> little thing. Just being able to cast on that TV. And get our actual coffee oh. orders. Like, oh my and God. And it was delivered perfectly outside of our hotel room door. Oh, no. I have to go to the lobby. I have to send them directions. Oh, not even a knock. Just delivered. Oh, oh. Chef's kiss. Perfect delivery. I mean, we were on cloud nine. Yeah, we were. So after the Kardashians played, So You Think You Can Dance, the new season aired, and we were watching the brand new auditions. That's why it all comes first full circle. Here we go. So we're watching the auditions, and Steph is like, oh, there's new judges. Like, Jojo Siwa's a judge. And we're looking at Matthew Morrison. And a lot of people make fun of Matthew Morrison. He's an OG, right? Like, pretty much an OG, or close. He's been for a couple seasons, right? No. This is his first season ever. I've seen him. Where else has he judged, then? I would not know him outside of it. Would I? I he, well, he's from Glee. 
Oh, and that's he's the why one that everybody makes fun of him. Like, do you know, uh, is, is that your TikTok? Because that's oh, mine. Where yeah. everybody's making fun of Matthew Morrison because he's a weirdo. Why? I literally thought that he was like for a while on stage. Oh. But you said that he was weird with a past person. Or was that not so? No, no. So the okay. other thing with Matthew Morrison. How about Meredith tells a story? <laughs> clearly, I have been on a different planet. <laughs> is uh, Chris Shell Crawley from... Uh, Selling Sunset. Selling Sunset. Basically, in one of her interviews, she goes, goes, if I married who I was with at 25, she goes, I would have killed myself. And, that's and then she goes, Morrison. and you can Google that. And if you Google it, it's Matthew Morrison. Mm-hmm. So and I, you're watching it up on the screen, and you give me that little yeah. bit of info, info, and I'm like, oh, so he's like maybe a closet, kind of a weirdo. But I've heard things about him where he's kind of, I don't know. So anyways, we're watching the new episode, so you can dance. Everything's happy duty time. We're super, we're getting ready for the event. Whatever. Yesterday, <laughs> we see that he was fired from so you think you can dance for reaching out to one of the dancers that's one of the contestants at the moment yeah and we had just gotten talk done talking about how like he might be a closet weirdo weirdo. where where Chris like I would have killed myself if I would have married who I was dating back then which was him and I'm like we're, we were both like, something's got to We were like weird. really like looking at him and then just for this to come out of like that he was just recently fired for being a weirdo. Because what I guess she's saying, the, the person that made an anonymous tip was that he was reaching out to her on social media and she felt uncomfortable. So she brought it to the producers and the producers did their own investigation. And Matthew, they said he's fired. Yeah, they because said he's fired. there's also a part of it that says like, you know, you can't have any... Um, Sort of like um, you can't like, interaction yeah, with interactions. The yeah, while the season is airing, and it's like, and I think they're yeah, sometimes like weird. basically he read the message, but yeah. he didn't show receipts. He just read the message, so who knows? But basically, he's like, "This is all I sent," and it was a message that basically said like, "Hey, would like to talk to you to go over some things. Uh, like, let me know when." He there's was a like, good time. "Something." It was about I reached out to her because we both have mutual friends with like some sort of choreographer, and he was like, "I was just really." He was like, "I was just trying to help her out and try to get her a job as a choreographer." But you made such a great point with mm-hmm. that. Yeah, where I go. That's, you know what? That's a classic line. You know, it's one of those things. Maybe it's like, you know, it's uh, you're uh, innocent until proven guilty. You know, I'll give him that benefit of the doubt. But then also, though, I'm like the way that he's like spinning it of like she should be thanking me for like trying to connect her with this person and like trying to just trying to help. Yeah. And I go, how many times have we heard that from like in, in Hollywood, the movie producers that sexually assaulted multiple people yeah. and then and then their response is like I was just trying to help them or like how they would say like they were guilted into it or felt like they couldn't tell anybody or speak up about it because they were like like without me and without whatever I did you would be nowhere, nowhere. you would be nothing right. and then he, he has the same verbiage as his excuse for like she's trying to I was just help trying her. to help her out and like trying to help her career like I'm like that right there gives me a red flag. Right. Because it's like also she should be thanking you for making her feel uncomfortable that she owes you something so that she can keep continuing on for this season. Exactly. That's the whole point of why they can't like go and like be friends with them during the season because it's like you're the judge. And now I owe you something. You're thank you. Like I'm confused. Right. Like and wait, also, she's supposed to think. I don't People know. made like a really good point where it's like I guess if you're basing it off of what he's saying. Sure, the message wasn't bad, Mm -hmm. but also they're like, it is so strict in everyone's contracts, the contestants, the Mm -hmm. judges, that you should not interact like managers and employees. It's like, you shouldn't be dating your manager because how many problems does that lead to? So even if 
it was you were just trying to be nice. It's like, so you're risking your entire career to DM this one random girl? You couldn't wait to talk about the uh, mutual choreographer, friend, choreographer until after? But, but she's also supposed to be thanking you for that opportunity. But you guys know each other the same. Like, you couldn't wait till after the season. Like, yeah, because he was like, I know the, I've known the choreographer for 20 mm-hmm. plus years. I was trying to help her become a choreographer. But it's like, but if you know how stressed that is on the show... Why are you risking it for some random yeah. girl that you could give this advice to in two months? Mm-hmm. Exactly. So a little sus for us. A little sus. And the fact that we were legitimately just talking about like, just watching kind it. of, but we were fired Boom. right after that. <laughs> 24 hours, we're like, oh shit. Like, so uh, sayonara, Matthew Morrison. Adios. <laughs> Show me those receipts, baby. So next up is the Liam Payne interview with Logan Paul. He was Ooh. Liam Payne. You know, and none of us knew him or his name. Or like, I genuinely did not know who he was, what he was about, until somebody said that he was a former member of One Direction with Zayn, right. Harry, all them. And I go, okay. Right. Um, confused in what world we all give a shit. <laughs> <laughs> no, but, but, I mean, great. Any, we always say any press is good, good press. press. Um, and him going on the Impulsive uh, podcast okay. with Logan and uh, Mike M- M- Malak or whatever. I think that's how you pronounce it. Um, and let's just say the One Direction fans, they are not happy to hear no. about the inside scoop like of any of the drama that went down while they were a boy band at One Direction. But then there's also the other side of like, just like the way that I think this dude's struggling a little bit, like the the whiskey after whiskey. They, they saw him the night before dancing on the tables, shirtless. A lot of videos have come out since too of him at clubs that other people have gotten of him like trying to get like people's attention and nobody's like, we're not. Let's, He's got some demons, and he he acknowledged a little. Yeah, but let's start. Where let's should start we begin? At the beginning. So the first thing that's like apparent is Logan and Mike are late. They were doing some convention. Logan thing. was there. Oh, well, he was actually late, but then everybody late. else was even later. Yeah. So basically, they were like all at this convention. That's why Liam was there was because he was also at this convention, and they were like, "You should come on the podcast." And they all saw him the night before, like you said. And it was like, it's almost one of those people where it's like, you know, they're overdoing it, but you're just kind of like going with the flow. You're like, whatever. So it's like, this is fairly earlier in the day. And it's like, he's like, I want a whiskey. And they're all like, they show up and okay. He, he had a, a bender of a night the night before. They were the, He was like, you guys were out till like 6 a.m. Literally. And you were on the table at one point with your shirt off. Yes. And then they walk into the podcast in the afternoon and he has another uh, whole glass of whiskey. Where and it's whiskey like, ever, I can't even think about drinking the next day when one, I'm hungover. No. And like, I'm not like, a type of person that's like hair. What do they call mm. it? Like the hair of the dog? No. I'm the type of person that's like, give me McDonald's and let me sleep. Yeah. And, and like, I also recover. feel like on a podcast too, I'm like, I don't. I feel like whiskey is a whole like different ball another ballgame. It is one thing, like, for, I, I think it actually makes it, like, more sociable. Like, when I watch, like, Tana's and stuff, yeah. like, they all have, like, a White Claw or something, but, yeah. and maybe, like, a I'll little, have, like, a, a little, like, pint of, like, tequila that they're all, like, passing around here and there for, like, a shot. He, but he has a full glass of whiskey. whiskey. The entire, another whiskey. Another whiskey. I go, oh, he goes, bring one, two over here. One whiskey? Should put you on your ass. Yeah. Like, and also whiskey drunk. We all know, I mean, I feel like for anybody, it's a Everyone different type of drunk. Everyone is a different drunk. It's a different type, type of drunk. Like, vodka, don't get me started. There will be a hole in the wall. <laughs> um, but, so he was kicking it off, just being a little bit out there. And and it's one of those things where, like, watching Logan and Mike's, like, their reactions, reactions. to him. It, bless their hearts for, like, not making him feel, like, uncomfortable. Or, like, oh, he's being yeah. a total weirdo. And they also, like, they need to keep encouraging it to get the views. 
But are, what are some of the other? What are we, oh, the other? pull up the. So this person on YouTube was really good about like categorizing mm. it, and we both acknowledge. Like, yeah. When we started watching the podcast, like as the beginning was starting, we're like, I don't really understand. I don't the think hype. it's that bad. It's definitely different and a little bit of a weirdo, but. I didn't think it was anything to be like what everybody was like freaking out about. about. And then as it progressively went, I go, yeah, I can, I can see how this dude's kind of a weirdo. So first one, this person, this person on the comments, you guys go to the video. It is they right there. It breaks it down. Uh, somehow during this video, they go somehow Liam convinced himself that number one, one direction became a rock band. Yeah. He did say that he was a rock star. (laughs) He goes, when, when I, I forget the, the rock yeah. star's name that's like one of the Rolling Stones, or you know what I mean? Like one of the OG oh, rock stars that he was like meeting with over music or something. And he was like, yeah, he was like, you guys are like at another level. Like, or like, he was just like bragging as if like he got, um, like, what is it called? Uh, confirmation from actual OG like rock stars back in the day saying like that you guys are like the new rock band. You're One Direction on Disney Channel. Not, <laughs> I will stop you right there. You're a pop right there. boy band. You're like NSYNC. You are, you are not the Beatles. You or are not NSYNC. Queen. You are not like let's and, and that's fine. But every comment he makes is always like sprinkled with something for his ego which yes. is something that I kept coming back to where it's like look at this picture of me from 10 years ago where 15,000 people were waiting outside my hotel room. But it's like, okay, that's cool. And it was definitely Mm. in the rise of One Direction, but it's like, that picture's from 10 years ago. Why are you pulling it up for the people in the podcast to look at? Okay, point two. two. Number two, One Direction was created for him. (laughs) (laughs) Like, come on. Let's get real. No, first of all, you went on X Factor and then didn't make, they, you got kicked off of X Factor. Then when they were after uh, America's, was it America's Got Talent? No, no it was X Factor. Was, was it still X Factor? Yeah. Um, and then. Because he basically said, come back in two years. He had first auditioned yeah. when he was 14 and then he was like, come back in two years. And I guess what he's saying is him and Simon Cowell had a private discussion in Simon's house where one Direction was created because of Simon's promise to him that this is going to happen. And but that they really like curated the group around, around him. No. He was the first face. No, when I swear to God, he even ended up saying like that. It was like, no, you were called last. No. And also what he was saying was that he was actually kicked off the show the second time around. And then after being kicked off the second time, they were like, maybe come back and we might try to make this work with like a boy band. So it's it, that whole piece was kind of weird. Also, like and how also, he's like, I always have the introverse because I'm not scared of the crowd. Like they were like, Liam, we need you to kick it off because you have no nerves. Oh my god! And also, it's one of those things where it's like the people that have money don't talk about their money. Totally, the people that think they have money and want to pretend they do talk about money. That kind of shit. Or like when we deal right, with so like IT like, executives, you have if you have a lower level, uh, somebody in IT, they're like, I'm a manager, I'm not talking to you. Oh, but. Funny how the chief executive officer has the time of day. Right. It is a whole different dynamic where it's like if you've made it, you don't have to prove to people that you've made it. It was not created for you, buddy. No, because when he's talking about himself, it's like, look at Harry Styles. It's like, you're getting trashed in the back at Coachella. Well, Harry is headlining Coachella mm-hmm. with Shania Twain. Oh, you But have- you're going to talk about how you had 15,000 uh, fans standing outside your hotel room 10 years ago. You know, it's like... Mm, doesn't really seem as relevant as you think it does. Mm-hmm. And that third point, that he was the leading member of the group. Yep, coincides. Of course. Of course. And that he could or would beat up 
another member of the group or paralyze someone's arms. And that's where he was saying that one of the members threw him up against one. He's like, and he goes, we were in a fight like backstage and, and he threw me, threw me up against the wall. And I said like, if like, you better let go or you're, if you want to use these hands again, like as if you're going to paralyze them. Yeah. And like, you're, you're still talking about that from when you were like 17. Yes. And that he had the number like, oh, well, when we broke up, I had like the most like, uh, single billion yeah. streams and I was the last one to go. Well, everybody like, else did their singles before me and I was the last one and I got the most streams. Uh, when's the last time you came out with something that anybody even gave a shit about? I don't even know who you are at all besides this podcast. So like where like, and not. some girl on TikTok, hello, Teffy, she was like, People were asking, because she always covers pop culture. People were asking, like, what do you think about the Liam Payne interview? Yeah. And she's like, when you deal with a narcissist, she's like, I don't care if it's your boyfriend, your dad, your boss, your ex-best friend. I don't care. She's like, you can spot them like it's nothing. And she's like, that's all I got from watching this entire interview. Especially yeah. when she was talking, especially when Liam was talking about Zayn. Yeah. It's like, a lot of people don't like Zayn. A lot of people got problems. But, like unpacking his like childhood trauma like basically he was like asking logan he's like are your parents supportive and he's like my yeah they're supportive he's like mine are so supportive to like a fall and he's like zane basically got forced into this for the wrong reasons and like his family's not supportive and if he went through what we had to go through like i would be a totally different person and like i don't like the guy and he's a dick but like i can commend him for what he went through and i'm also like zane's never talked about his family life in the public in the press he doesn't talk about you he doesn't talk about anybody else and i'm like where it's like so that's something we don't know from zane that he had like a rough childhood or like where his parents maybe forced him into this life Mm -hmm. But now we just got that all from you, which is funny because it's not your life or your history. So it's like that whole piece was weird. I where mean, it's like, don't be talking, especially when it goes into the childhood trauma. I yeah, don't even no. touch that with a 10 foot Because pole. the fact that none of us have ever heard that from Zayn himself exactly. remotely, even all of the shit that Zayn is remotely bending in the press, we've never heard that. So I'm sorry, but that is not for you to speak on. No. And if he ever remotely trusted you with that information, how dare you even 10 years down the line, like remotely use that against me. I don't care if it's your follow up to why you hate me. Right. But that that is not like other people's shit is not for you to speak on. Like yeah, the whole thing was really weird. It was not a good look for him. That was for weird sure. vibes. Definitely. That I'm like, like even just the way he was talking about his wife or not his wife, his ex girlfriend, ex fiance, ex fiance that they have that baby bear. And it's like hearing him talk like she that's her number one priority. So I she lets me go live my life. I'm like. But that should also be your number one priority. Mm-hmm. You know, where it's like, she's great. She's so awesome. That's her number one priority. I get to go off and do my own yeah. stuff. But like the one day a week I get to take him to school is like the best time of my life. He I'm loves like, that. But I haven't been home in six months. Yeah. And, oh, a little cherry on top. We came full circle too. We were trying to figure out how Bryce Hall came into this. Oh, like, yeah. With the drama on TikTok with um, Liam's like ex-fiance. So uh, in the podcast, um, Liam like mentioned how he'd be like open to like doing the fighting thing, like all the everybody's yeah, doing. Like and, Logan and Jake. Right. And then um they were like, what about like Bryce Hall or whatever? And he was like, I don't know, about talking about basically fighting like Bryce. And then, you know, there's that classic audio clip from when Bryce uh, or it was actually she used Tana Mojo's where she was like, Tana Mojo said to the press <laughs> a while back after the fight uh with Bryce or before the fight with Bryce, uh that it was like we're like we're all team Bryce out here on God. It was not my beef, but we're all team Bryce. We're out all here team Bryce on God. And so knowing that her, so Liam's ex fiance after this interview comes out, posts on TikTok with that audio 
like basically like we're all team Bryce. I mean, clear as day. Yeah. So you, but good for her. Yeah. And that right there where it's like when I'd, I'd rather him not talk shit about her because otherwise I would have been extra pissed if totally. he even remotely digged her during the podcast. But I'm also like, you didn't even address anything like about her necessarily besides like her and your kid to where, but she clearly has some issues because he obviously recently got caught uh, with photos all over another girl where everybody thought that that that's why they broke off the yeah. engagement because everybody thought these photos that he had all over another woman, it looked like from the shots, it looked like it was his fiance, fiance. this girl that we're talking about. But come then she posted, she goes, stop tagging me in these photos of my, my fiance with another woman. It's not me and it sucks. <laughs> and so then she follows it up with the Bryce thing. And I'm like, but I'm like, huh? Funny how you don't really want to dive into that because if she got invited <laughs> onto the pod afterwards, it'd be yeah. like, let's, let's air out the dirty laundry. Yeah. It's know. like, I feel like, you know, there's a way to be like talking about your accomplishments because it's like, it's not wrong of him to be talking about Especially the fact. Especially in an interview where they ask you like, so tell me about what you've done in the past right. or what you do. Like, And that's a, something that Billie Eilish has talked about in the past, you know, like when she's hanging out with real people, like hanging out outside of her job as a celebrity, she's like, it's hard to get out of that conditioning of feeling like you're always in an interview where you're always talking about yourself, you know, where it's like, so I'm sure since he's been what, 15, 16, he's been conditioned to always talk about himself, Mm -hmm. but it's like, there's a way to do it humbly instead of doing it so cringe, Mm -hmm. especially when you have Harry Styles and Zayn, a part of the mix. Like, do you think Harry Styles would go on this podcast and be like, yeah, I'm like got the most like headlining shows over anybody else in the group. Like I just headlined Coachella and it was like, they, you know, cute, but they didn't headline Coachella. Cute though. Mm, Yeah, for sure. Love that out of you. And it's like, don't, I don't wish ill on him. I just thought like, honestly, didn't read the room and the whole thing just made me feel really weird inside. Yeah. Like, just it's yeah. the classic i feel like it really is and you hit the nail on the head like maybe he just needs to work through some stuff but it's the classic messy dude at a party yeah he is where he's, all he's talking guys about headbutting like, his boss headbutting his manager that's funny fighting his bandmates the night before in minneapolis people minneapolis, minneapolis okay i'm sorry but it's like, no, right? it's like you're getting trashed in minneapolis on a weekday where you're taking your shirt off hey just like the all of it mixed together. I go, you just seem like a mess. You have dude. a lot to work through before you open your mouth again on another podcast. But yes. if you want to come on, the Art. door's open. <laughs> All right. Now we are moving on to the MTV movie and TV awards. Yes. Just a couple little things, you know, the little, highlights, couple little highlights, cringeworthy things. So first of all, it was obviously Vanessa hosting and then Tasha. That was the piece that we were like. We never saw Tasha because we didn't well, watch it. But. It's so funny because I I follow Tasha and she was like the looks of the night and she had seven different looks she throughout did? the personally? night. Yes, personally throughout huh. the the night of the MTV Awards, she had seven different looks. So I go, why do you have so many looks? And then I was trying to read like look in the comments and nobody was saying anything. I go, like what about your night was different? Why are you, where you have so many looks seven times, okay. but everyone else is just wearing one look? Yes. And then I found out she hosted. I go, that makes sense mm. why she would change looks so much. But also I go, where was the press? Yeah, where was no. the hype and for the Tasha? Yeah, and I feel like a lot of people like a lot. I think it's hard for MTV to keep getting like the big celebrities there totally like i think beyonce was there she won something but like everybody else it's like yeah it's it's what it is not the vmas yeah it's like the vmas those are popping off yeah like those are the mtv music awards chef's kiss but it's like this one it does feel and and it's all like um yes and it's all like um it's it's so clear like 
I can assume for all the other ones too, but it's so obvious how like pre-orchestrated this is of who's winning, who's right. whatever, you know, that I'm like, it doesn't seem like it was a surprise, you right. know, where we're like, oh, since it's own Vanessa, we love Vanessa Hudgens. Yeah. I, like, I do really like her. Um, but that like, I guess like when she was hosting, you know, it's like anytime she would like crack a joke or say something, she would do like a really nervous giggle afterwards where it was like, are you good up there? You know, where I'm like, are you hosting? Like, but it, the delivery, I guess, wasn't quite on point where a lot of people had to turn it off. Well, remember what she posted in the very beginning of the pandemic where she's yeah, like, where she people said, are dying and we don't care. And that, I'm like, we where like, I go that age so badly where I go, what are you genuinely thinking as yes. a celebrity posting? And that, that's like the last time before this that I like heard of her. You I know, feel like, like fully. almost once you're in that celebrity world, it almost kind of feels like, are you not around normal people enough to yeah. like feel what? they're feeling yes. to be like, well, that's a little toned up. Well, wow, that's a little word. weird and out of pocket. Mm-hmm. You know where it's like, I would have never, even if I was a celebrity or a normal human being like I am right now, go on my personal Instagram and be like, oh, COVID, people are dying. Are it's going to happen. Are you about it? Well, like, you know, it's like, yeah. I don't care if I'm a celebrity or a normal person. I'm not saying that. I mean, it's like when people post really racist, homophobic, anything on Instagram. I go, the amount of steps you had to get there to post that when you're a celebrity and not think of the repercussions. For real, that I'm like... Where it's like... And it's tough, like, even when we talk about the Kardashians, where I'm like, a lot of time, like, when people have so much feedback on anything they do, I get that it's like, at a certain point, they've just got to live their lives and be like, we live different lives, but I'm... I still have to live the version that I'm living. But then there are times where I'm still like, but there's also the point of like, then you can't really be mad when you're so blatantly tone deaf sometimes that we all have feedback to it. Right. And also with the Kardashians, they get a little bit of a grace because their entire life is recorded on the show. You know, everything they say do is for us to consume as, you know, entertainment. Whereas like Vanessa, you're not on a reality show. So everything you're putting out for us as the, as from you personally were, you to us, mm-hmm. that's you in yeah. my eyes. You chose to record, post, pu- publish, write out, or you should fire somebody from your team who did it. Yeah. I don't know why that was even written down. Like, my God. Um, so that was for the host. And then there was a couple things too that were like so premeditated that were just like so obvious. So best kiss. God damn. And we, we all we know. We have a lot of stake in the game with every the best year, kiss. Every year, nobody can drop it. You know the best kiss and it is Ryan Gosling and Rachel McAdams. Thank you. Duh. From the notebook and they did the big embrace. I mean, it lives down in Where history. Where he picks her up and it's like we're all like every it's like the best kiss. Like that's Come all on. we're here for. We need another moment like Ryan and Rachel and so the nominees were like a bunch of good people including Zendaya and Tom Holland from Spider-Man. But then obviously everybody was like, oh, Zendaya and Tom Holland aren't there. Well, you want to know why? Because everybody already knew who was winning. And it was, which don't get me wrong. I love Jackass. Love Jackass. But from the newest, uh, the the movie from number four, the most recent Jackass. Yeah. Um, one of the guys, Poopies is his name or something like that. And he's funny. Poopies. Funny as hell. You know him. You saw him in it. <laughs> um, in the other one. Oh, yeah. And, um, but he kisses like a snake in one of the scenes. And like, it like bites his face and stuff. But... Yeah. He won best kiss Cute. with the snake from Jackass. And then for, cause every time you win best kiss, you have to go up and do your kiss with whoever right. you were, who also won it with you from that scene. And they, they already have the snake there. It's like, okay, so obviously Zendaya and Tom Holland are not making it all the way to the stupid MTV awards no. to, for the snake to get it, that they already know the snake is getting it. Next up was a best fight. So they show all of the trailers for who's up for uh, getting the award for the best fight. It's all the Marvel, like all the action scenes, obviously top notch. 
Then they show Euphoria, Cassie, and uh, Sydney, Cassie and uh, Alexa Demi, but Sydney Sweeney and Alexa, Alexa Demi. Demi, Cassie and Maddie. Thank you from Euphoria, and they're like the last clip. And believe me, love them to death. But how are they winning? Euphoria wins best fight scene. I guess I feel I like get the I mean, argument. I get the acting. Maybe best like role, but like best fight. Out well, of the Marvel? That's what I'm saying where it's like, I feel like it almost needs to be like clarified a little bit because it's like technically if we're looking at all the Marvel scenes and then that, it's like... That's not a physical that, fight. They never got in a physical fight. It's not a physical Verbal? fight, but also it is a realistic fight. Yes. It's very realistic. Yes. So it's like, are we talking about best action sequence? Action scene? Action scene. Fight scene? Because that, I feel like, almost rings a little bit more true I would to say me. drama, drama fight scene. You know, like a drama. Right, because it's like... I there was no actual fight. It was just verbal. Well, actually, but I, I think don't Matt, Maddie did punch her in the face. Did she? Yeah. Oh, I didn't. I didn't watch the last episode, but I didn't think they actually. No, yeah, I think I think Maddie punched her because remember Ugh. she was on the stage, and then she's oh. like, "Somebody's got to yeah. put this bitch down," yeah. and she gets up there. Yeah. So I think it actually did get physical. Yeah. And it was great. Like we, I commend them. Love Sydney. Love Alexa. Oh, Demi. we love Sydney, oh, and she looked damn good in her yes. Barbie doll outfit she wore. Did, yes. Thank you. Absolutely loved it. Loved Anybody that outfit. says any different about Sydney Sweeney could wear anything in the world, my queen. My Ooh. absolute queen. It is her <laughs> absolute queen. I mean, she can do no wrong. She fixes cars. She's the cutest little button. Like, <laughs> like literally. I, there's nothing. Ooh, there is nothing that I don't like about Sydney Sweeney. So I will give her any award any day. But I can see how that's like, once again, best kiss, best fight. I'm like, Right, because I, I see voting. both sides. If I people were like voting, people wouldn't have voted for that. You're right. They would have best fight. Like, I'm sorry, but that's what we're voting for. Like, it's probably the action scene. Right. So, Chriselle yes. Crawley from Selling Sunset. Couple of things with her throughout the night. Let's talk about the first one. Her joke when she was announcing. She basically, like, messed up her word. She was like, all real estate agents need to be ex- ex- expanding their sexuality. I mean... Like assets. Uh, it was. It was. Just it was like, supposed to be where like that end word. I was supposed to be the punchline of the. That day. was the punchline, but she messed so up the her. words before, so mm-hmm. it almost seemed like a Freudian slip. A Freudian slip, you know, where it's like they say the wrong word and it's like sexual yes. or like a yes. swear yes. word, yes. like on the news, where it's yeah. like in uh, the and like something cock instead of like yeah. oh, instead of the boat dock, it's the boat cock, <laughs> and everybody's like, whoa, you just said that on national TV. <laughs> that is funny. That me and Meredith will love oh, to look. Those. Go on YouTube and just look up oh, like news bloopers. News bloopers. It will send you. Guys into a tizzy. It's so funny. It's so fu- every time. It's so funny. There's oh, so many good best. ones. But this was one where I'm like, she was so close to hitting the punchline because she was only supposed to purposely swap those last words, but she fumbled the words before, and so the whole thing was just like, haha, are we laughing? I don't even know what you just said. Now. And like when I say my first initial thought, I didn't even catch the joke. I thought she fully messed, messed yeah. up. Yeah. And then I had to watch it. You talked to me about it, and she's like, no, I think she was supposed to say. And then I went back and I go, wait, I just didn't watch close yes. enough. Like that was supposed to be the joke. Yeah, she missed that one. But you know what? That's something that is one of those things for her. She's gonna think about it at night when she goes to bed. That's like I made that really weird. Are you kidding? I don't. <laughs> I have not forgotten to this day messing up my speech in sixth grade for oh, student council. Oh, that's what I'm saying. It's the little things that like. We're going to have something by tomorrow. I mean, this isn't even top of our conversation with her, but it's like, but she will be thinking about oh, for yeah. years. What was yeah, your sixth grade one? Yeah. Well, because when you, when you tried to be in student council in sixth grade yeah. at this time, I remember in, seeing you guys on well, that with TV. technology. Cause remember it's like, they didn't know how to clip the, they didn't know how to edit a clip. So it's like, basically when they start off, my teacher was like, all right, listen, everybody gets up, gives their speech about why they want to be in student council. He's like, but I can't stop the recorder. 
because it's like freaking circa 2005. And, and we're, it's like, wa- we're all in the classrooms of watching it every single TV. person that wants to be. And it's like all the people that want to try out for it. So it's like all the people that want to try out. I'm literally up there watching my like and I'm up there giving my speech. And it's one of those things where you look down, you're giving your speech. Everything's going good. You look down and you lost your place. And I look down yeah, and I'm like, I look up and I literally go, sorry, go back down. Sorry, got to find my going spot. Again. And then at the end, after Mr. Heehouse already had said numerous times, we can't stop it. What do I do at the end? Hey, is there any way I can go back and do mine? He's like, I literally said fully, no. on, fully on recording. And then I remember I walked out of the classroom after it aired and this random girl was like, hey, I watched you mess up. I go, cute. Thanks. Thank you for that. Because middle schoolers, I mean, are just really And how like how literally messed up that is. When you get into student council, when you're in a high school, you just write like a paragraph and send it in and people vote online. Nobody cares to see it on the screen. Nobody cares. It like, Luckily, I made it your hard to try in, but my God, Jenna. But it's one of those things that I do not, like, I don't remember you ever messing up. I remember watching people on the TV or whatever, like, trying to pitch their thing. I don't remember you messing up, but you will live with that for the rest of your life. Oh, I've done that a few times. So, honestly, I I can't fault Chrishell if she is. I would have cried about it. Even though it, like, genuinely, I could have met... The fact that people can even anytime, if, if I'm actually surprised when somebody reads a teleprompter at an award show yeah, and gets it doesn't right, mess up. For sure. Because like the It's nerd, going so fast. All of your peers are watching. You're reading from a screen. Like I, I would all of a sudden be like, I don't know what, what world I'm in, what year it is. I would, I would choke. It's literally and the so, worst. I'll you know, tell you right now. It's keeping her up at night. I'm sure. How could it well, not? Oh yeah. And then the other thing about Chriselle, which was good, was um, oh. a couple things. Uh, after Selling Sunset won Best Docu Series Reality TV Show, mm-hmm. which I'm confused because the Kardashians is that. Once so again, how did like, they not win? But I don't know if they were a part of it yet because it was from like the past year Kardashians. Oh started. yeah, you're right. You're right. You're right. But they be. won, and it's like there's a there's a clip of them all celebrating where Chriselle is. Okay. So she's hugging her new partner G Flip, and. Jason comes in, her ex-boyfriend, and they're all hugging, and Chriselle looks dead at the camera and goes, what's happening? I go, okay. A good, you know, group Jason, hug. G-Flip, and Chriselle all hugging it out. Cute. Mm-hmm. Maturity in these parts, even though Chriselle's like, what is literally going on? Literally. I beg, is this for the cameras, though? Because in, in what world are we? Like, I, I wouldn't... I am sorry, but I will be the first to say I am not that mature of a person. I we could be on a good terms, but I, I'm not hugging your new person. No, sorry, like we're, <laughs> we're not on hugging terms. Not yet. I, not I yet think anyways. if anything, I'd avoid them throughout the night to yeah. just be like I was busy the whole time on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> like we don't gotta go there. Um, and then the other thing about Chriselle, which was actually very sweet, was what? she was nominated for like best reality star. Oh, before she announced her new relationship with G Flip, and she was kind of worried about like. I guess, I mean, we never knew it, but like she said, she was like, I didn't know if I was going to win this award because yeah. I just came out with the fact that I'm bisexual and like really, yeah. you know, is this is, sway the is that going to sway the audience? Is the, Are people going to react to it negatively? So she's like, the fact that I won this still, even after everything came out in the press about me dating G-Flip, yeah. she's like, it's such a win. And it really is. Yeah. A it's like, that out. probably, I didn't even think about that anxiety that would cross her mind. But the fact that she's feeling that, I'm totally. like, totally, gal. Yeah. Because it's like, we don't know how it feels to be in her shoes, but that... Uh, Hearing that is a valid point of something that I could see her being concerned about, and I'm glad that it went the other way. Right, for real. All right, Sitches, that is a wrap on this week's episode of We Want Gossip. Make sure to subscribe, leave a review, hit like. We're trying to get monetized in this bitch. Let's go. (laughs) And we will see you, Snitches, next week for another gossip update. It's one thing to have, like...
saw my first true Sosa. You yeah. know what? No, I know. You want to start it again? Yeah, I yeah. do. And we. Okay, okay, we have a gun. Fuck it.